Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's one of my senators. He's a U.S. Uh, senator for the great state of Texas, Ted Cruz. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Pags, I'm doing terrific. Great to be with you. Uh, really good to have you here. I want to start with last night's elections. I want to get into your book. It looks like it's going to be great. Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism. Is it available now, Ted, by the way? Uh, it is available. It, it launched yesterday. So it's at every bookstore in America, and it's on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get your books. You can get a copy right now. Beautiful. All right. Uh, go to tedcruz.org slash unwoke. Find out more about it as well. Let's talk about the election last night. I- I'm beside myself because I wanted a red wave in 18 yeah. and we lost, for some reason, we lost the, the House. And then we're going to have a red wave in 2020, lost the presidency, lost the House, lost the Senate. 2022, same thing. There's something wrong, Ted, but the excuse that I'm getting uh, on X and from all anybody I know in the political realm is that it's the messaging that Republicans have about abortion. Ted, I'm, I'm a pro-life guy. So are you. Yep. I believe that babies should be born. So do you. Do I have to change how I feel to win elections? No, I don't believe so at all. Look, it's, it's frustrating. Last night's results were frustrating. If you look at what happened in, in, in Kentucky and Virginia and Pennsylvania and Ohio, they were really frustrating outcomes. And, and elections come down to, to turning your people out. And, and last night, conservatives didn't turn out. Co- common sense conservatives didn't show up and vote. And, and when that happens, you lose. Now, we won some victories. We won, for example, uh, elected a Republican mayor in Manchester, New Hampshire. That, that was an important and a surprise upset there. Yes. Uh, we, we won some important school board seats. So, for example, Cy Fair Independent School District in Houston, I, I endorsed four conservatives who were running and, and we won and flipped that school district. So there's now a 6-1 strong conservative majority on the school board. So we won some down ballot races. But at the end of the day, Republicans didn't turn out the voters we need to turn out. And if we, if we don't do that, we're not going to win. Is there a leadership issue at the RNC? Look, I think that it, it comes down to each campaign and, and, and campaigns. I'm a big believer, as Margaret Thatcher said, first you win the argument then you win the vote. Yes. And, and, and so we need to be fighting for hearts and minds. It's why I spent, look, it's, it, it, it's why I wrote this book. It's why I wrote the book Unwoke, because this is designed to mobilize and inform and educate and persuade, and that's how we win elections. And, and too many Republicans don't do that. We don't fight in the battlefield of ideas. And that's, that, again, is what this book is all about. It's about laying out a battle plan to take back the organs for transmission of ideas, because if we don't, we're going to lose our country. It's uh, Senator Ted Cruz has got a new book out, uh, tedcruz.org slash unwoke. The book is called Unwoke. Go and get it. It's out, out now. It came out yesterday. Yeah. Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism. I love what happened at Sci Fair. I know that they got rid of some radical school board members not that long ago, even in San Francisco. So that's good. But having said that, when we look at a state like Texas, where you and I live, 
And we love Texas. I've been here 18 years. I, I, I would have been born here if I could have controlled that. Having said it, we've got a House of Representatives in Texas that's run by Republicans. And, Ted, they're giving chairmanships to Democrats, something Democrats would never do. We've got people going after the Attorney General in Texas. We, it, it just appears as though, and maybe this is just the optics of it, the Republican Party, not you, not me, although I'm a conservative, I don't call myself Republican, but not us. But there are people who are so willing to get along with the other side just to say they're getting along with the other side, while the other side never does that for us. Why is that? Well, listen, unfortunately for the left, for the hard left, for the cultural Marxists, they treat politics as life and death. It is their religion, it is their obsession, and they fight with everything they have. Too many Republicans treat politics like, like it's a croquet match in the backyard. It's something to do for a little bit, but not to try too much, not to fight too hard. And, and that's one reason people stay home. And, and, and I'll give you an example. You brought up the Texas legislature. We're in a fourth special session right now. We have an historic opportunity to pass school choice. I think it's the civil rights issue of the 21st century. And Pags, I'll tell you, I, I do something very unusual in, in state primaries, which is yeah. Virtually every other U.S. senator stays out of state primaries. In fact, I'm the only one I know of that regularly engages in primaries. And, and the reason all of my colleagues stay out of the primaries is it's politically stupid to get in the primaries. When you get in a primary, <laughs> you, you get half of the person's friends and you get all their enemies. And so you end up losing support when you do it. And here's what I do. I regularly make endorsements in state house and state senate races. And I have my team prepare a spreadsheet of every vote they've cast on school choice. And if you're a state legislator and you voted in favor of school choice and you're otherwise relatively conservative, you're quite likely to get my support. Okay. If you voted against choice, the chances of getting my support are zero. And it is very likely that I will endorse your primary opponent. And when I endorse, I don't do it gently. I come in and I cut radio ads and TV ads. And we, we had seven runoffs last, last cycle where the teachers unions were on one side and I was on the other, and we won a majority of those races. And I'm doing this very publicly because four times state Senate in Texas has passed a strong school choice bill. And every time the House has failed to step up to the bar, and I'm telling House members, look, if you don't get this done, you can expect the voters to throw you out of office. This is an historic opportunity to do the right thing. And I'm trying to have my public support be both a carrot and a stick to encourage those Republicans to do the right thing and deliver for the kids of Texas. I, I appreciate that you're willing to do something politically stupid uh, to make sure that the, that the right side wins. And, and, you know, school choice, you and I have talked about this over the years. We've known each other a long time now. We've talked about this a lot. School choice benefits lower income, higher crime areas exponentially more than yes, higher income, yes. lower crime areas. The people in those areas, are, they have failing public schools and no options. This gives them options. So, Ted, why on earth would any Democrat who alleges to be for the downtrodden and the lower income, why would they be against it? It's, it's all about money. Today's Democrat Party is bought and paid for by the teachers unions. They are consistently its biggest donors. They are consistently it, 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 its foot soldiers on the ground. And the teachers unions are terrified of choice. And they spend hundreds of millions of dollars trying to defeat choice because they want kids trapped in failing schools. You know, one, one teacher's union president said, why don't you fight for the kids? And the response was, well, kids don't pay union dues. It's wow. all about money. And you have a lot of Democrats who represent low-income districts, who represent minority districts with African-Americans or Hispanics. By the way, you look at just about every poll, 
in the African-American community, in the Hispanic community, and 60, 70, sometimes 80% support school choice. And yet the Democrats are saying, we don't care about your kids, leave them in failing schools. I think we need to be fighting for those votes. I think Republicans ought to be winning a majority of the Hispanic vote in Texas. And I'll tell you, with Joe Biden's open borders and the disaster of this economy, we're moving steadily in that direction. And South Texas is turning redder and redder and redder. The book is called Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism. It's uh, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, tedcruz.org slash unwoke. You know, as as I'm hearing you talk more about education, and I see how important it is to you, it's important to me. I've got five daughters, as you know. I've got a couple of grandkids now. I know, look way too young. But having said, <laughs> having said all of that, I mean, it really does... I know what's going on in college campuses, so do you. And you, you get into that in the book, yes. full-throated. Full but it really does start at even pre-K. Because in all these blue cities, they're pushing pre-K, which makes them get a hold of the kid even before he or she is in kindergarten, right? That's absolutely right. And, and, and listen, the, the book Unwoke, it starts telling my family story. As you know, you know my dad. My, my yeah. dad was born and, and, and grew up in Cuba. And, and when he was 14, he began fighting in the communist revolution there. He began fighting alongside Fidel Castro. And, and my father tells me today, he says, look, the revolution were a bunch of 14 and 15 year old boys who didn't know any better. And, and, and that is always true. Marxists start with the kids. Everywhere there's been a communist revolution, whether Soviet Union or China or Venezuela or North Korea or Cuba, they start with the kids, teenagers, they're young, they're idealistic, they're passionate, and they don't have life experience, so they're easily deceived. And, and, and I describe in the book how my father ended up being thrown in prison and tortured. My tia Sonia, my aunt, was thrown in prison and tortured by Castro's goons. And then I tell the story of my grandmother. My abuela was a sixth grade teacher in Cuba. And when Castro took over, one of the very first things he did is he sent the army into the elementary schools. And my grandmother described to me how the soldiers would go into kindergartens in first grade and they would tell all the kids, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to God for candy. And, and all the kids would do so and they'd open their eyes and there'd be no candy. Then the soldiers would tell the children, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to Fidel Castro for candy. The kids would do so and very quietly, the soldiers would put a piece of candy on every child's desk. That's disgusting. It really that is. That is Marxism. And that is why they target our schools. And, and, and it's why I mentioned the Cy Fair elections. I get involved in school board elections because one of the real bright signs of hope is parents are getting engaged and realizing they're poisoning the minds of our kids. Yes. And, and it's the power of how we take these institutions back is getting moms and getting dads and getting people engaged to fight to take them back. Yeah, but Ted, almost immediately when moms and dads got more engaged because people like you and I said you probably should be and go find out what the curriculum is, then the FBI and the DOJ yep. decided maybe we should start you know, taking down license plate numbers yep. at the school board meetings. Yes. Ted, can you stop in your position in the U.S. Senate, along with the House that's dominated by Republicans now, can you stop the DOJ from doing that? In the Senate right now, particularly with a Democrat majority, in the minority, we don't have the power to stop it. What we have the power to do is shine a light on it, is call okay. them out, is draw attention to it. But elections have consequences. Chuck Schumer is majority leader. The Democrats have zero interest in the abuse of power of the Biden administration. They because have zero interest in the politicization and weaponization of right. DOJ and the FBI. But this new book, Unwoke, explains precisely how the cultural Marxists 
have captured each major institution in our society, from universities to K through 12 education, to journalism, to government, to big business, to big tech, to entertainment, to science. It explains exactly how that happened. And then critically, it lays out a battle plan. This is how we take it back. This book is hopeful and optimistic. We can take our country back, but we got to show up and engage in the battle. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, Republican, great state of uh, Texas. He's the author of Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism. You know, Ted, before the, the unprovoked, disgusting terrorist attack on October 7th by Hamas, the terrorist organization, that's the government elected yep. by the Palestinians, uh, they decided to, to bring terror on Israel. Before that, you know, I thought there was some peace going on out there. And, and I didn't know that anti-Semitism was as bad as it is. But we're seeing 100,000 people plus marches yep. in places like Lisbon in places like London, in places like you know Berlin, in places like New York, um, where hundreds of thousands are coming out and they completely hate the Jews. And you yes. say wokeism has a lot to do with anti-Semitism. Fill me in. So a- absolutely, and it's something that I explain in detail in the book. So if you look at Marxism, Marxism originated in the writings of Karl Marx and, and initially in the Communist Manifesto, where he laid out his worldview that society has an irreconcilable conflict between oppressors and victims. And he viewed things on a socioeconomic spectrum. So the oppressors were the owners of capital and the victims were the proletariat, the workers. And and Marx's solution that he proffered was a violent revolution by the proletariat to overthrow the owners of capital and then to use government power to forcibly redistribute the wealth from the oppressors to the victims. Now, I describe in the book Unwoke about how in the 1960s and 70s, the Marxists infiltrated our universities. They became tenured professors. They began taking them over. And there, Marxism mutated. It became first critical race theory. Critical race theory uses the same framework of oppressors and victims, but instead of being socioeconomic, it's based on race. And it says we have irreconcilable racism and racial divisions, and it advocates the violent overthrow by the victims to overthrow the oppressors. Then it mutated to gender and sexual orientation and gender identity. And, and, you know, Pags, I I was recently talking to a very successful tech entrepreneur out in Silicon Valley and someone who is a man of the left. He's consistently been a Democrat. And he was expressing bewilderment at the vicious anti-Semitism we're seeing on the left, whether it is in the squad in the House or whether it is on college campuses all over the country, right. violent mobs rioting in support for Hamas. And, and, he, and he was expressing, what, how can this be? Where did this come from? And, and here's what I explained that the book Unwoke lays out. For the radical left, Jews are coded as the oppressors and Palestinians are coded as the victims. And so therefore the cultural Marxists support the violent revolution of the victims to overthrow the oppressors. It's why leftists across the country, like 35 student groups at Harvard, my alma mater, celebrated these Hamas terrorist attacks. They put out a statement, an asinine statement, that every murder, every rape, every infant that was slaughtered by Hamas was 100% the fault of Israel. Why? Because the cultural Marxist reflexively and automatically support whoever they've decided the victim is in engaging in violence against whoever they decided the oppressor is. 
It's also six. Uh, Ted, I know you got to go. We've got to do this again very soon. Senator Ted Cruz, tedcruz.org slash unwoke. Get the book Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism. Next time, we'll start with why people would go and, and carry pride flags in a Palestinian march. Do they not know what happens there? Ted, we've got to start there next time. Thanks for the time today. Let's do it again thank, soon, okay? Thank you, Pags. Please go buy the book. And let me say also, Christmas is coming up. It makes a fantastic Christmas gift. Get it for your mom. Get it for your kids. Your kids need to know what's happening. Get it for your friends and family. And, and this is a bestseller right now, which is driving the New York Times crazy. It's a bestseller. Ted Cruz, go and get this book right now. Best of hiding in the family. Okay, Ted? Thanks, Bags. Appreciate it. All right, all right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. It is the Joe Pad Show for your Wednesday. We'll see what song we play after the top. We'll see. So, Carrie, were you able to find anything? I Listen, uh, Glenn Beck is a great guy. I've known Glenn for, I don't know, almost 20 years now. I do think he's great. Great talk show host. I love The Blaze. I think it's wonderful. I did not hear anything about Mike Johnson giving The Blaze or Glenn the J6 tapes. Have you found anything? No, just, and the Blaze reported this maybe five days ago that uh, Republican Representative um, Anna Luna or Anna Paulina Luna from Florida, yes, from Florida had, yeah. I guess, confirmed a report that House Speaker Mike Johnson was fast tracking the release um, of those tapes and giving it to the yes. Blaze, but even the Blaze wouldn't comment on it or he wouldn't so, confirm I mean, that's, that that's, report. So that's interesting because. Um, we just had Chip Roy on who said that, yes, you know, we're going to be pushing Mike to release that, although there's going to be a time frame. He didn't say the blaze was getting it. Now, the reason I bring this up is because a listener who, who has contacted us over the years is a great listener who I think is probably a wonderful person has said that he or she, I think it's a she, I could be wrong, um, heard Glenn Beck say it. See, the thing I can't do and I never do mm-hmm. is I can't say a listener heard Glenn Beck say something and then told me something so I can verify it then. I can't. So I would need a source to attribute it. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that'd be great. I would love for Glenn to get the tapes. I'd like to have the tapes. So um, at the end of the day, I hope that it's true. But as far as what I know right this moment on Wednesday afternoon slash evening is that they haven't been released yet. Maybe that's the plan and the blaze will be the outlet. I don't know. I know that when Kevin McCarthy said he gave it to Tucker Carlson, he didn't. He gave them a terminal they can go to and go watch them and I guess grab small snippets. But they never really get all the tapes. So we hope it's true. But just to let you know, if you're watching or listening, I believe you. I just have to verify it and be able to attribute it before I can use it on the air. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Another big hour coming your way. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.